Welcome to Living Simply, a guide to mindful living and mindful parenting with your host, Dr. Gina. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Hi, Ben. Hi, Allie. My two little sick puppies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, to varying degrees, but neither of us uh, are are in the the best of... uh, the best of spaces right now. Um, how are you this week, Gina? I'm good. It's pretty cold outside, but everybody's around me is sick, but I'm not. Knock on wood. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, uh, we can't transfer it through the computers. Yeah, for now. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Anything's possible. Um, so what are, we, what are we talking about today, Gina? So... Today we're going to talk about judgment and how it's better to let go of judgment, basically. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So what are some of your, uh, you know, what are some of the, the early pitfalls that you think that people deal with when it comes to judgment, like right off the bat? Well, right off the bat, if we tend to judge other people, we're also pretty hard on ourselves. So when we fall into judgment, what comes after that is uh, possibly anger, self-loathing, being hard on ourselves, being hard on other people. So often judgment, in my sense, doesn't lead to anything good. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So uh, it's really, but it's really hard to not judge, you know, situations and not judge ourselves. Like, so, uh, you know, what are some ways that you can avoid making judgments? So it's, first, it's pretty hard to avoid making judgments because everyone around us does. We're immersed in judgment, whether it's TV, the news, people that surround us, school, school grades us, places judgments on our work, bosses place judgment on our output. So the first step in at least reducing judgment is to start noticing and being aware how judgmental we are with ourselves and others, because it's hard to change something if you're not noticing you're doing it. So first step, notice how judgmental you are. Um, And then you can course correct and maybe over time catch yourself sooner and ultimately reach a point where it becomes second nature not to be so judgmental. So I think it's a bit of a process to undo this kind of programming. What are some, um, how do you catch yourself when you're being judgmental? So what I do with my clients, um, because we're so stuck in autopilot all the time, it's really hard to forget to notice. So one first trick I give my clients is every time you're going to go through a doorway, which is often, so there doesn't need to be a door, but a doorway, whether it's through your car, your bedroom, bathroom, notice what you're thinking about. And if there's any judgments in that train of thought. So I find that's the first step to have little cues like that. 
Um, <clears throat> and set the intention in the morning when you wake up. Today, I want to set the intention that I will notice, pay more attention to my thoughts so that I can catch myself to see if I'm judgmental. So that's the first trick to develop a bit of self-awareness is to have certain cues to wake you up to it. All right. And, and do you think that people are more likely to... Do you think people more are, are more likely to judge themselves or others? From what I see, usually it's both. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> unless unless we go to the extremes. So if we work with personality disorder like narcissism, they're usually harder on other people than themselves. But let's exclude these people. Um, what I find goes hand in hand, the more um, self-forgiving you are, more likely you'll be more forgiving of others. So I find if the harsher you are on yourself, perfectionism, high standards, the harder you'll be on other people. So I, my experience is it kind of goes hand in hand. What do you think? <laughs> what, what's your experience? Well, uh, I don't, I don't know if I, I do all right, Allie, you know me pretty well. Um, do you think that I judge others more or myself more? Oh, um, I feel like kind of equally. That kind of hurts my feelings. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know which of those answers would no, have been better. I, I um, but I do think, no, I think you are constantly, um, I think you're very self-aware. I think you're very constantly, like we talk a lot, obviously, about like our personal selves and bettering and what we could do differently and everything like that. And you always, like when you talk about yourself, I feel like, not that it's always negative judgment but you definitely judge yourself often um we also talk about other things in our lives <laughs> um i don't know maybe you do judge yourself more i'm not i don't think that that's a good thing by the way i'm not saying that like judging yourself more than judging i don't oh, I know either of them are um but uh <laughs> yeah i think um I think that judging yourself is the judging yourself or judging situations more so than judging other people because you yeah. know there's like an instinctual or there should be at least there's an instinct an instinctual like feeling that judging others is is there something wrong about it and negative about it but when you're judging um yourself it's sort of easy to be negative like you know what I mean like there's no uh, there's less of the outside guilt of like, you know, it's not gossip. It's not talking bad about somebody else. Like, you know, but you're judging yourself. You think that that's being more real and more honest um, to, to judge yourself harshly. And I, I feel like it, so I feel like that might be a, a bigger problem than judging other people. Um, and then of course, judging situations as a whole negatively. Yeah, what I was going to say is, Judgment, we want expanded beyond, because often we'll, we'll be harder on ourselves than our friends. So example, you might not judge Ali 
as much as you would judge yourself. But if we expand it to situations, other people, um, the reality of things, context, um, the new, anything. So if we expand the judgment to not just directly to a human being, but the way things are, and especially strangers. So you can be very kind to your friends and not judge them because there's unconditional love of your friends and family. But let's say someone cuts you off on the road, you might drop an F-bomb or, you know, what yeah. an idiot. Yeah, um, I, uh, so that's good, right? And, I, and no one's going to hear you. No one's going to know. Yep. Uh, um, I think that that's a, uh, that's something that's really like lost, I think is the judgment of like a lack of empathy for others, not people that you know, Yeah. but people outside of that even. Yeah. Judging the cashier at the um, supermarket. I was just going to uh, say, oh, I work, um, at a specialty food store and part of my job is I end up um, sometimes like on the register ringing up these people and I do it too where if I'm in the middle of something and I'm busy and I have to go on the register you know there's a little bit of like a, Ugh, okay hold on like and those people pick up on it and in turn they or in the same kind of situation like people come up to the register and they're just like miserable and they're so like they get up there and they're like I've been waiting in line and this is expensive and they're just so like you're just like whoa hold on like this is the first time interacting with you what happened like why is this so aggressive and they're just like from the get-go so taking this situation and just being like almost hostile for right. s yeah. no reason you have no idea like maybe something's going on in their life we don't know but it's just like that's one of those things that I think about even recently to be a little understanding and a little bit more. And if I feel like I'm going into the situation, like in my own moment of like, whatever, I'm like, all right, just hold on, take a breath. We're all good. Let's just ring up their stuff. <laughs> you know, there's also like a, um, like a level of judgment that, uh, for example, in Ali's situation, um, if she, if you see her at a register ringing you out, she's a young female, what appears to be cashier at the moment, you know, and if she was filling out a paper on the other side, like, you know, near the register, but not helping with the line at the moment, uh, you might judge that person and not realize like she's a manager who's got orders to do and other things. And like, somebody else was supposed to be on the other side of that. But, you know, but all you see is this person's ringing me out. This is a cashier. I'm going to, you know, and like, that's not fair in any stretch, in any, in any situation, not just because I know the things that happen at the specialty grocery store where Allie works, but you know, the people at Walmart that are ringing you out that are doing that sort of stuff, like all of that. Yeah. Um, you just never know what the actual situation is, but we're so quick to judge. Yeah. Yeah. And especially when it affects us directly, we tend to make assumptions, take things personally. 
Um, and when we do that, automatically we'll go in judgment, criticism, uh, self-righteousness. They shouldn't talk to me that way. They should be a certain way. So shooting all over people or ourselves underneath all that is judgment. Yep. So, so what's the best way to, to get around that, to, to develop more empathy or so specifically right now we're talking about judging people. Yeah. Um, and what's the best way to develop more empathy and to, or to eliminate as much as possible yourself from judging people. So the easiest place to start is with yourself because when you start being more compassionate with yourself and noticing how often you do it all day long, you realize, wow, no wonder out of the blue it looks like I'm, I'm depressed or down or bummed out. I didn't realize how much I put pressure on myself. So again, judgment doesn't have to be calling yourself stupid, dumb, or what an idiot. It could simply be Oh, I, I should have worked harder today. I should have I should have done more. Well, that's a it doesn't look like a judgment, but it is. Um, so the way to do that is to have more self-compassion and have more empathy for yourself. And when you start doing that, developing that habit and giving yourself the benefit of the doubt. So example um you're by the end of the day your art to-do list is never done and you catch yourself saying oh i'm i should have done more today and you go well you did a lot today you were busy you were under the weather you bit you did the best you could with what you had today and then you'll feel better and you've just turned around your mindset from judgment shooting all over yourself to self-compassion and when you start doing that with yourself automatically it's a habit you create and you start doing that more for other people because it, it becomes a habit so it doesn't mean if a guy cuts you off on the highway that you won't get startled you won't get upset so you might think what an idiot and then go well maybe this guy's racing to the hospital because they just found out their kid has a concussion because yeah i've cut people off before so when you also put yourself in the shoes of other people because people will trigger us the first reflex is to ask yourself where have i done this maybe in a different costume, but where have I lacked compassion for others? Where, when have I cut off people before? And when you see your humanity in other people as well, you're less prone to judgment. So uh, one, of the, one of the big things that I think causes uh, judgment is expectations. You know, yeah. um, so we're like, we're, because we have expectations of a situation, you know, like we said earlier, because we have expectations of people in traffic, because we have expectations of the cashier at the grocery store, um, or expectations of ourselves to 
live in this perfect situation you know everything should line up perfectly according to our expectations do you think that that plays a big part in judgment yeah i think so because the minute you place expectations if you don't reach those expectations you might be hard on yourself if you're prone to judgment being hard on yourself versus self-compassionate that ideally we have expectations but to also be flexible, not so rigid in thinking things should always go the way we want in a perfect world. Maybe it's possible, but this world's not perfect, right? So it's also shifting our expectations, infusing them with flexibility because we survive better in this world if we're flexible than if we're rigid, whether it's with ourselves or other people and ground on our expectations in reality based on our values but also accept that we're all different we all have different values different upbringings different culture have some flexibility with other people that not everyone's like us so that like directly correlates with like your expectations i feel like for your kid like your child and being flexible and things not going the way you want them to and like the judgment like judgment towards a child and their judgment towards you I'm sure as well um like dealing with that with kids yeah and, and especially with kids I think what's hard is we tend to compare to other kids uh we we tend to compare ourselves to other parents we fear judgment Mm -hmm. So we get, if our kid acts up in public, we get embarrassed because what are other people going to think? But if we were alone and they'd have the same tantrum, we wouldn't react the same way. Mm -hmm. So our fear of judgment also guides our behaviors. Mm -hmm. And with kids, we project our fears and our judgments on them. And if they don't follow the straight and narrow, then we react at that level. And then we're, based on the last episode, then we're not present to the child's needs. We're being present to appeasing our own judgments and whatever anger or emotion that comes with that. Uh, so we are almost to the end of this episode already. And uh, Gina, you said that you had... Um, an idea for how you wanted to end every episode. So could you kind of lead us into that? Yes. So I wanted to end every episode um, with a moment of gratitude because um, studies that look at habits of happy people, um, what they consistently have in their arsenal of tools is they live a life in gratitude. So not necessarily a punctual moment of having an attitude of gratitude, but literally from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed, if we live knowing each moment throughout the days how lucky we are and what we're grateful for, we tend to approach life in a different way and we tend to be happier. So every day there's a multitude of things we can be grateful for. So I thought it'd be good to lead by example and do that with every episode. 
So do you want to start, Ben? What are you grateful for? Oh, uh, (laughs) why uh, why do I have to start? Um, (laughs) What am I grateful for today? Um, Okay, so it's almost, as we record this, uh, it's almost lunchtime. And I am grateful for uh, a good friend of mine who um got me uh so basically um i've you know i've been looking for uh some stuff as far as like a like diet goes not like a fat diet like a like just eating what you eat every day and um i've been looking for uh jackfruit for a long time and i can't yeah and i can't find it around here and um Allie went to a food show the other day and uh on her way home she stopped at a Whole Foods which isn't really we don't really have one in the immediate vicinity of the area here and um she got some for me and I was very excited about that and uh I'm going to cook it when we finish this and um the you know it's not the actual item that I'm that I'm grateful for it's the just having a friend who remembers and cares and, you know, wants to surprise you with something um, is really nice. So that's, uh, yeah, I'm grateful for good friends. Awesome. How about you, Allie? Um, I am grateful. Well, this morning I had a bunch of errands to run and I have a bunch more later in the day. Uh, My sister is getting married next weekend and we're all very heavily involved in the wedding. Um, So there's a lot of stuff that I'm trying to get done these two days that I have off. So this morning when I woke up, it was snowing and I was very worried that it was going to like impact my entire day and it's cleared up and it's nice and sunny. And that absolutely helps my mood every day when there's like an abundance of sunshine. So when we were out doing our errands, everything kind of like slowed down and stopped and very grateful that we're like nice and sunny and we can continue on with all of our stuff. That's awesome. You know, what are you gratitude? What, what are your gratitude? What are you grateful for? So I'm going to start with this one. There's something I'm grateful for every single day. So I won't repeat it every episode. So I'll always, I'll always add something else to it. But every morning, every day, every night, I am grateful for my daughter being healthy. Because as you know, when she was two, she had leukemia. And she had a severe anaphylactic reaction to one chemo. So I almost lost her twice. So every day I'm grateful that she's here with me and healthy. So uh, that's a given and healthy for for my health because without health, we don't have much, right? Mm. So putting that aside, today I was super grateful that I have a car because like you guys, it's cold, it's snowy. Uh, I see people freezing outside taking the bus and it allowed me to drop my daughter off at school, go to the gym, do a yoga class and be here on time for this show. So if I had to take the bus all the time, I wouldn't have been able to do all those things. Awesome. 
Um, that was really fun. I like that. I like that segment. Me uh, too. Good. Me too. <laughs> awesome. Um, all right. Well, Gina, tell everybody where they can find you. So you can find me on uh, ca and on Facebook, Dr. Gina Madrigrano, and on Twitter at Dr. Gina. Awesome. All right. Thanks, guys. And uh, we'll see you next episode. Thank you. Bye. For more information or to book an appointment with Dr. Gina, go to drmadrigrano.com or click the link in the description of this episode.